Welcome to year two of the wrestling podcast. That's about W-R-S-T-L-I-N-G. That's all the graps without the E. Don't get it wrong. We're not anti E. We're simply pro wrestling. Today, I'm not joined by my usual tag team partner, Liam Wyatt. Instead, I have with me Farah Hasnain. Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> so I just said thank you for joining us. Like, who's the us? It's just me. Oh. <laughs> I'm so used to having, I'm so used to there being a pair of us that I'm just an autopilot there. It's like yeah. an airbrain that. <laughs> Farah, it's great to have you on this time uh, as co-host. We've had you on, if, you, if you're a listener to the podcast, you'll have heard Farah on previous episodes helping us translate when we've interviewed various Japanese wrestling stars. Um, so yeah, this week we've got you on co-hosting and we're going to be talking about DDT's Who's Gonna Top. So yeah, very excited to get into that with you as well. How's things? Oh, things have been going good. There's a typhoon coming in of in course. Tokyo right now. <laughs> Typical Friday. Yeah, if I see you just sort of like looking out the window, I know why. You're just like, mm, typhoon, typhoon here yet? <laughs> right, it's just pouring rain right now. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's been like that here as well. Autumn is definitely here. I've got the I've got the beanie on. Uh, it's official. <laughs> it's out. It's real. Yeah, and it's it's October first. The central heat, the heating can come on at last. You know, I'm ideologically opposed to turning the heating on in my my home before it's October. <laughs> Makes sense. So you went to Kraken Hall this this last week for DDT's Who's Gonna Top? I did. Tell me all about it. Let's dive straight in. Uh, so it, it was pretty interesting because this is the first time I've gone to Korakuen. Oh, no way. Or, well, no, I've been oh. to Korakuen before, but like uh, this is the first time I've gone to Korakuen for a non-stardom show ah, or a non-Goshikoris match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it was pretty funny because actually on the same day, because uh, Koraku and it's next to Tokyo Dome, right? Yeah. So Tokyo Dome had one of their biggest baseball matches. Oh, no way. With, uh, I think, Yomiuri Giants. Mm-hmm. And it was quite hilarious because when you're entering and exiting, you know, the station, which is Suidobashi Station. Yeah. There's just a bunch of baseball fans. <laughs> Like in their jerseys or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then there's tricklings of like little wrestling fans. Cause a lot of wrestling fans, at least at DDT, I've noticed, they don't actually wear merch so yeah. much. Or maybe they change at the venue. Oh, interesting. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a bunch of like crazy baseball fans and then some 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 wrestling fans here and there. But um no, Korakuen was a full house. That's always actually one of my favorite games to play when uh, going to live wrestling shows. It's, you know, when you start getting somewhat close to the venue, you go, well, let's play spot who's the wrestling fan. You know, sometimes it's super obvious, obviously, because if you're wearing wrestling merch, but then it's quite fun to like pick out like, I reckon they're probably going to the show or like, nah, no way. So yeah, that's, all, you know, that's always my favorite thing. Like when I'm, when, when Liam and I used to go to um, Progress a lot, you know, we'd be on the underground on the way on the northern line we'd be like oh yeah there's there's one there's another so yeah i imagine it must be a bit like that for you going to shows as well but obviously you know the ddt fans don't make it easy on you right like who's this person of culture (laughs) um for me i really like it when i do it outside of wrestling shows like i'm always looking out for shirts like I notice, sometimes I'll see people wearing Bullet Club shirts or Lij shirts, mm, mm. and to the average person in Japan, because wrestling is quite niche. Yeah, of course. Like 
they they wouldn't know what the shirt meant they probably think it's a concert shirt or some or a brand or something mm-hmm. but i was like i know who you are <laughs> It's just so nice to like see somebody and like run over and be like, oh, we have this thing in common. Let's 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 chat. Yeah, like that's how I made some friends actually. Like <laughs> if I see a random person we- wearing like some shirt from wrestling that I recognize, I would just come up to them and be like, Konnichiwa. Yeah. <laughs> and just like talk to them. It's great. And they're always really happy because they don't expect people, you mm. know, to know. So absolutely, nice. yeah. yeah. I think I would feel the same just wandering around where I am. Like if I was wearing like one of my more niche wrestling shirts and somebody was like oh my god they know. I'd, be, I'd be so into that like um so a couple of years ago uh, I was working in a pub here in Salisbury where I live and um somebody came in wearing an Angelico t-shirt and this was like before he was on AW or anything like that so you know yeah I knew I'd seen Angelico sort of wrestle quite a few times at that point and I was just like oh nice shirt um and like got chatting to the 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 guy in the pub you know that was being served it turns out and Helico had like lived had been based out of a little town near Salisbury called Andover what and and these guys were real life friends of his like (laughs) what were the odds that was was such a weird little little moment and I, I imagine they weren't expecting some rando to just you know because again prior to being on national tv somebody to be like oh yeah i know i know your friend i know your friend i see yeah. you on the telephone <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah I, I do think people do like it when you know you've got your your niche shirt on and someone's like hell yeah man yeah it's like being a fan of a certain band uh, that's indie and then mm. finding someone who actually knows about it it's, it's a nice feeling a rare like treat it. Yeah. So Kurokun more generally, like I, I've always thought like how how is it as a venue? Do you, is it somewhere you enjoy going to? Yeah, I really like it. Um it's a lot smaller than Tokyo Dome, but that also means it's more intimate. <laughs> yeah. So of course it's it's like even when you walk in, it's still quite big. Like you can mm. immediately notice how big the fans are, but at least you can see their faces. I felt like when I was in Tokyo Dome, I liked the venue, but you're you're further away from the ring and also yeah, like course. it's kind of a blur like, mm. when you look at the other side so it was nice as venues it must be like comparing apples to oranges you know it's you know yeah. possibly is it I, I don't know you know it's certainly got to be the biggest wrestling venue in the country uh yeah. Tokyo Dome and then but Kurokan even if you have the I think the a passing interest in Japanese wrestling it's a name that you know and it's synonymous with Japanese wrestling so I was really surprised so um the Noah global account on Twitter posted uh a video of going up the I think it's like five flights of stairs up to the venue that's like covered with like graffiti and stuff that's famous yeah Yeah. so you should really go. Um, so when you enter Korakuen, there's like flights of stairs or the elevator. If you're able to, I suggest using the stairs yeah. because yeah. in the end, actually, like especially especially at this show, like I had to go down the stairs anyway because mm-hmm. there's a line. Um, but on the staircase, like uh, fans can sign on the walls and even all the wrestlers have signed on the walls yeah. and it's pretty cool to like point them out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've signed on the walls maybe twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just yeah. in my head, like uh, I kind of pictured Crook and 
cool and like the venue generally just being like really like fancy and like clean like you know it just because it's like this mecca of uh pro wrestling but no it's just like a scuzzy you know <laughs> and i i think that actually makes me like it more yeah yeah like it's very genuine i feel like um there's the fanciest venue i honestly have ever been to wasn't even tokyo dome i it was um yokohama budokan mm. um that's where i saw saw um <laughs> rip tcs's last match ever <laughs> with stardom and it was hilarious because yokohama budokan like they kind they built it for the olympics yeah. right but because the olympics wasn't happening you know in 2020 uh, Sardom was actually the first, you know, oh, no organization, yeah, to actually use the venue. So it was sparkly, like and fancy and really clean, and it was very international. Like there were English signs everywhere. So okay, very fancy, fancy, fancy. A little <laughs> aside, as we as we sort of bring up Stardom, what were your thoughts on the uh, finals of the five star GP? I didn't get to see it actually. <laughs> I was really busy, but oh, no. uh, you, but did you do you know who do you know who won? I know I don't know. Oh yeah, right. No spoilers then. Like we'll. Keep oh wait, was it? Um, I think I saw. Oh, was it Shooty? I'm not gonna say. I want. Oh, okay. I, want you to, I want you to go go away and watch it. Like so. Okay, let's, fine. Let's, let's let's reconvene once you've once you've okay. seen it. I have thoughts about Kiona leaving though because she made that oh. announcement yesterday. I'm so bummed about that. Yeah, I think this is just gonna be one of those episodes that's a bit stream of consciousness because I yeah. think you're very much like me, like. I'm like oh shiny like i'll run over to this new thing that yeah. we just uh so yeah oh my god i'm so bummed about that like i'm really upset that we won't get the you know her coming back for revenge on konami no i was waiting for her to like bonk her head with a microphone or something <laughs> um but it was interesting because um yeah it, she posted uh the letter during lunchtime and i had mm-hmm. my notifications on for her account and stardom so when I got the notification, at first I was thinking, is she coming back? Is she coming back? Because <laughs> she never really posts on social media yeah. anymore. But as soon as I clicked on that letter, my, my heart just dropped. Because I was waiting. Like the next, I told myself the next stardom show I would ever go to would be when um, Kiona comes back. Um, but yeah, she just basically wrote a letter apologizing to everyone and mm-hmm. said it was a really hard decision. But um, she did emphasize that she's still wrestling. Yeah. It's just that she'll wrestle somewhere else in on Earth, like she literally said on Earth. So I don't know if that means she's switching promotions in Japan or like even to another country. Like who knows? So but, if if you could choose, where would you like to see her turn up? That's a good question. I guess wherever she would feel happy in. Yeah. Uh, uh, Absolutely. Oh, of course, but I, I guess maybe I feel like she would fit in TJPW quite nicely. Yeah, or even marvelous. Yeah, I would love to see her turn up in Tokyo Joshi Pro. Um, yeah. I think she'd make you know she'd be an immediate headliner there, in my opinion. I think she'd slot in really well with the other top people in tokyo joshi pro as well like you know i'd love to see her against uh miyu yamashita you know i'd love to see her against ito i'd love to see her against you know just all the all the top talent there and yeah i just think it would really shake up that top that main event level scene in tokyo joshi pro whereas in stardom you know i do think 
now like where as much as i love her like where where is she going to slot in on the card it's going to be probably far lower than she deserves you know for the level of talent that she is yeah i feel like with stardom they push for certain wrestlers and other ones are kind of left in the background and i appreciate how like you know they're bringing in a lot of new wrestlers but i feel like there's too much going on it's hard Mm -hmm. to like give it equal attention to everybody so yeah i think djpw like she would get the recognition she deserves for sure and um Obviously, since you were you were there when we we spoke to Waka, it's been lovely to see Waka debuting in Stardom. Yes, I was so happy when I saw photos of her. I was like, "That was her. That's her right there." I spoke to her. She's such a good egg. I I really really enjoyed that chat. It was such a nice time. You know, I think we could have gone all night, uh, given half the chance. All the Seven Eleven chats. I yeah. love it. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about the her dogs. Was yes, it P- Pico and Poco? I think I think yeah, they're good. So, yeah. so cute. Okay, right. I'm gonna get try and att- I'm gonna attempt to get us back on track. <laughs> so, was this your first DDT show? Full stop. Live, yes. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so walk me through it. Like, what did you like? What didn't you like? Will you be going back for more DDT shows? Do you think? So first and foremost, I definitely have to go back because. Um, so normally at DDT shows, you have the checkies, right? Like you could take yeah. pictures with the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Of course, of all the shows, the show I went to, they canceled it, I think because of COVID. <laughs> yeah. But literally like a few hours ago, uh, DDT announced that they're bringing it back. So you need your, so, your checkie with uh, Buff Baby Takeshita. I need a checkie with Buff <laughs> Baby Takeshita. I will throw yeah. my money at him, yeah. make it rain rainmaker but like yeah (laughs) and i bought portraits too like at the venue because my other friend uh he attends dd shows a lot Mm -hmm. so he had told me that um you know unlike stardom they have like autograph sessions oh nice um i mean either way i was gonna get the sauna boys like photos anyway but (laughs) the naked friends yeah i have my sauna boys photos hanging right now it's it's adorable yes so i'm glad i can have them get signed probably in October. Right. So they've reeled you in for at least one more live show. Yes, definitely. Um, I also really like Pheromones. Pheromones is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever watched Naked Director? No, I haven't. Okay, so Pheromones, like, uh, their whole gimmick is based on the show called Naked Director. Uh, on okay. I recommend it. It's quite hilarious. Um. So Naked Director, um, it's actually based on a like a biography yeah. of this guy from the bubble era of Japan. So when Japan was at its economic high in the 80s yeah, and yeah. 90s. Um, and he was a porn director. And uh, he went from being like a salesman to the, like the top porn director in Japan. And it's based on his life and everything. That's and fascinating. So- yeah, yeah. And the main guy in Pheromones, he was pretending to be the director. Yeah. <laughs> and like the way he impersonated himself, it was so clever. I, sure. I loved it. I like because, you know, Liam and I talk about this quite often. There's, you know, often with Japanese wrestling, there's obvious like gimmicks and characters that make a lot more sense if you have that cultural understanding that kind of just kind of go over our heads a little bit. So, yeah, it's really interesting getting that 
kind of inside track on like because to me I was just like I don't know why they're doing this but I'm enjoying it anyway yeah exactly yeah that was really good um oh and the damnation breakup match was also really cool Mm -hmm. and when they did choo-choo train I was laughing my head off so much there was a Um, lot of really good sort of um uh humorous stuff on on the show I thought yeah it it was really nice because um so I, I don't know if you guys know about the song Choo Choo Train. Mm-mm. So uh, Choo Choo Train is this kind of old song by this band called Exile in Japan. Okay. So basically, uh, culturally, le- this is the equivalent of them doing uh, like I Want It That, that Away. <laughs> <laughs> or an InSync song or yeah. a Backstreet Boys song or something okay. and dancing on stage. That's the equivalent of that. Um, so Choo Choo Train, it's like this very like meme dance that people do at drinking parties in Japan, but because of COVID, like lots of people aren't having drinking parties. Mm -hmm. So it's, it was really nice, like watching that in the ring. It was so funny. It just blew me away. (laughs) It's just a, I feel like uh, the show was a show about male friendship or just friendship, you know, between. Friendship is magic. It is. Friendship is magic between, you know, Takeshita and Chris's, you know, uh, bromance, you know, the, the the you know love between damnation and then also i thought the uh akiyama and yoshiko uh friendship yes, that's, been, that's been that's been growing since it, I, it feels like since um cyber fight festival at the end of the show they became they became buddies and uh yeah we got to see them they got to see them tag here which i thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> <laughs> same i felt like yeah ddt's matches were all uh, honestly like the most wholesome i've seen because it, obviously with stardom and um new japan the ones i've seen in the past they're all like very aggressive you know rivalries against yeah. other people which is great you know i like it but it's nice to see wholesome friendships too it's a real it's a real change of pace for wrestling i think that's why i you know i enjoy ddt so much is just it's it's really it's really idiosyncratic like i don't feel there's another promotion quite like it out there nah ddt is yeah built on strong male bonds (laughs) so you know i just love that they've yes they've got like a a foundation of comedy or sillier stuff but the you know the top of the card stuff you know the they've got guys who can just just go you know a, a top tier like Takeshita for instance you know he's incredible he was so great I'm so how proud about, of my baby just you know that match just generally how about that match uh that was that was awesome really really enjoyed uh you know the, it was so awesome I I loved every single second of it I found it really emotional um you know after the match uh you know which was awesome just the Takeshita telling Chris Brooks that you know they're best friends and you know he has friends in Japan and you know it was just it was so nice yeah it was really adorable because um he Takeshita was kind of talking under his breath like right before he spoke in English Mm -hmm. so like he 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 was like pausing for a bit and uh from what I recall he was like okay I'll just use simple English or I'm very you know (laughs) like he was clearly like very nervous using English Mm -hmm. and I was like that's my baby he did his best I was so proud that seems to be the those seem to be the words that a lot of um Japanese wrestlers that we've spoken to 
I will try my best. I'll do my best seems to yeah. be, you know, the mantra for, for a lot of them. Um, and I really respect that. And, you know, I do think Takeshita really underrates his own, his level of English. You know, we've. He totally does. Like I. On the podcast here, we've spoken to him twice. And I think he has a really good grasp of English. Like he, you know, he, especially on the first time we spoke, because I think we were asking less nuanced questions. Yeah. He can answer all that stuff. No problem. Like without stopping to really even think but you know i think on the second time around we were asking him maybe stuff that was a little bit more nuanced a little bit more philosophical and so it's difficult to answer that in very basic in, in yeah. more basic english but you know um i th- i think he's he's top notch and he seems to only be getting better and better yes yes for sure <laughs> yeah probably picking up a lot of um a lot of rude words as well hey out of chris brooks <laughs> Oh yeah, he, he's a very good influence on him and <laughs> his melon soda addiction. <laughs> so good. Like I just I love that when Chris left the UK, I attended his I think his very last match in the UK and then um one of his like last really big matches as well. He'd been up to that point uh you know one of my favorites currently on the UK scene and was so excited for him to you know head out to Japan and um you know, it's just, it's blown my mind. Just, you know, I always thought he'd do well, but like, mm. I think he's exceeded expectations. And I think from the sound of it, it sounds like he's exceeded his own expectations, which is lovely. Like, again, that's, you know, something to be really, it's, you know, you just want to applaud somebody doing so well. Yeah, it was so funny. Um, I've run into him at TGI Fridays maybe once or twice before I knew who he was. <laughs> so the first time around, it was... Well, the main time was, uh, it was after a stardom sh- No. Oh, no, it was Wrestle Kingdom. It was Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Now I remember. Yeah, so I think I was having a late lunch either before, maybe it was after Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I walked into TGI Fridays, and it's, like, really busy. And there's a ton of Japanese wrestling fans, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then there's this pink-haired, you know, <laughs> not Japanese dude. Yeah. And, you know, when I go to wrestling shows in Japan, I've always gone by myself because mm-hmm. I don't really have any real life wrestling fans in the Tokyo area. Or if I do, like they for some reason, maybe they're working or something. They can't come with yeah. me. So I'm just like, oh, by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I was like eating like chicken wings by myself casually. And I look up and I see this um, very tall, um, <laughs> you know, like, you know, dude with pink hair and at that time i had pink hair as well i think um but he was like talking to his friends in japanese and then he was like bowing to everyone in japanese talking to them in japanese i was like wow this guy is so popular he makes so many friends how does he make so many friends like that i want to be friends with that guy (laughs) little did you know little did i know um and then, like, I was, like, kind of eavesdropping their conversations. And apparently, the people surrounding me, they all work for uh, TJBW. Oh, no way. And oh. it was when he just did the commentary yeah. for, like, a tournament or something at Korakuen. Yeah, so they so, yeah, they had a big show the, the same day as, um, as Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. So I went on his Twitter. And I was like, oh, he just dyed his hair pink. So <laughs> that's why I didn't recognize him. And he was wearing a mask half the time, yeah, too. Yeah, of course. Um, but I was like, oh, okay, he works for them. That's why. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I was about to literally go up to him and be like, hi, you're really cool. Can we be friends? Uh, about- I mean, you should have tried <laughs> and- that. You should have done that anyway. I should have. And then once I realized it was Chris Brooks, I was like looking for Takeshita. I was like, where is Takeshita? They can't, there can't be one without yeah, the other. Yeah. <laughs> they come, they come as a pair. They do, they do. Yeah. So, so um, I think uh, a really fun show. Who's going to top? You know, I don't think necessarily from an in ring perspective, they're their best effort, but still a super entertaining show. Like the main event was great that was that was like the main that and the um damnation match were probably the kind of two you know best bell to bell matches i would i would probably say um but yeah still a a super fun card yeah and then there was also the records of ragnarok uh collab yeah so that i had explain to me what was going on there because that that went (laughs) over my head so um this was basically a collaboration with records of ragnarok Mm -hmm. i think let me look it up. I, I've heard of Ragnarok, but I think it's a game or something. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I, I got that kind of, you know, mythology gaming, but I wasn't really. Okay, Ragnarok's a video game and a manga series. Ah. But um, the the thing that they were, prom- were promoting was actually, a, I think, like a musical or drama. And one of the wrestlers is actually in it. Oh, no way. Yeah, um, so that's why they were promoting it. And there's this really beautiful girl. She's she was from Morning Musume, mm-hmm. and she's in the drama too. But um, yeah. she had a full on cosplay, and I was totally shipping her with Yuki uh. Ueno <laughs> because outside the ring, I noticed like Yuki was like guiding her, and like mm-hmm. he was really into like talking to her and stuff the entire mm-hmm. time. So I was like, okay, okay, need, need to make I this happen. This like I, I I I'm not projecting. Like I'm pretty sure something's either going on or is about to happen because Yuki Ueno. <laughs> I mean, he's a very handsome man. No one can resist. No. <laughs> yeah. So, like you say, you reckon you'll be back for more DDT in the future? Not least just to get your checkies. Um, yes. You know, any closing thoughts? You know, stray observations from the show that you'd like to like share? Um, I guess. Yeah, overall, I I really like the message of friendship DDT rolls out. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it really mm-hmm. shows how versatile wrestling can be when it comes to storytelling. Yeah, it doesn't have to be about completely obliterating someone, though that could be really fun. Um, it could also show how close you really are. Um, and this is like the second time I've been ever emotional, uh, like during the tournament, because the last time. I saw something like this was uh, TCS's farewell match in mm-hmm. Stardom. Uh, so when Kyona was crying at her very last it match. It was too sad. It was too sad. And she did talk about friendship and other things. So it reminded me of that too. And it was it was very, you can see the dynamic of their friendship too, because uh, Takeshita, you know, he's like crying and he's trying to mm. point to Chris and be like, look at Chris, look how great my friend is. And, Chris is like no. flipping over, even though like Takeshita busted his nose. <laughs> and he's like, no, be proud of yourself, Takeshita. Yeah, I really thought the the sort of busted nose really added to the finish of the match. And also where it was that kind of submission finish, they could basically have a little cuddle after the bell rang. Yes. So wholesome. Yeah. So wholesome. If you haven't checked out DDT. Get on it. What what are you waiting for? So one of the good things right now is DDT Universe or Wrestle Universe is relaunching. 
today, the 1st of October. So if you join now, you get October, November and December for free. And then you pay 900 yen in January, which I think is an incredible deal. That's super cheap. Yeah. So basically, there's never been a better time to jump on the old Russell Universe bandwagon. You know, we've got the finals of the NOAA N1 Victory Tournament on Sunday. We've got uh, Wrestle Princess 2 coming out. So yeah, there's a bunch of big shows on the horizon for the promotions under the Wrestle Universe banner. So yeah, jump on it. Right, so I'm going to throw it over to myself. We're going to go over to the interview now. We've got an exciting interview with uh, one half of the GHC Tag Team Champions, Kaito Kiyomiya. Take it away, me. And we're back. And... I'm flying solo today without my usual tag team partner, Liam, but it's me here today with Kaito Kiyomiya, one half of the GHC heavyweight tag team champions and one of the semi-finalists of the N1 Victory Tournament. Thank you very much for joining us today, Kaito-san. Yes, thank you. Too. So, yeah, it's a very exciting time at the moment. You must be on quite a high having made it through to the semi-finals of the N1 Victory this year. And, you know, you're absolutely no stranger to this type of competition, having previously won the 2018 Global League. So we'll dive right in and we'll start at the very beginning. How would you describe Kaito Kiyomiya to those listening that haven't seen you before? I want to be number one uh, in world of pro wrestling. I think you're, you're well on your way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, how did you get involved with wrestling to begin with? Uh, uh, I I chose uh, pro wrestling video um, very uh, uh, small me very small mm-hmm. yeah j- maybe junior high school yeah yeah I chose uh, this uh, Noah's video ah. Do you remember which one? Misawa vs Takayama. Oh, a good place to start. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so would you tell me about your, your training? What was training like? And was there anyone that was particularly helpful in your development? Uh, I, uh, I go to Canada three years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, he said the, um, he went to Canada and while he was in Canada, he tried to um, being bigger. Mm. Maybe tw- uh, 20, 30 kilograms. Mm. Maybe 20 to 30 kilos. Wow, yes. that, that's a lot to put on and, you know, remain in such good shape. それすごい体重増えたね。それで言っていますそういうあの体になってるってすごいね。あの冷凍食品を毎日もう食べて目標が1万キロカロリー1日で取ること。ああ、俺、he well, you're in the right place for that then. So let's get on to your team with your co-holder of the tag team titles, Masa 
Kitamir. How did that team come about? でも、あれですね、これは久しぶりに組んだので、あの、すごく不思議な感じがあって、以前はもう敵対してたチームなので、そこからもう何年も組まないで久しぶりに組んだけど、でもお互いにあの、やりたいことがま、リング上で合うっ
えー、っと、最近は、Apex。Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Apex. Very good.、Oh, yes. So, yeah, if I'm ever playing online, I have to look out for you. <laughs> And so, yeah, let's go back to earlier. You were saying you spent some time、um, in Canada. So, you spent time in obviously the USA and Canada in 2017.、Uh, how was that experience for you? ですね、月に21あ、えー、と21連21連続試合とかありました。Oh, one time he had 21 shows in a row.、Mm-hmm. So he had、uh, many, many shows, many, many events while he was in Canada. Actually, he was only in Canada, not, not,、oh, in, okay. not in the US. So that, that was the experience. He had many, many matches.、Mm. And do you feel that helped your growth? As a wrestler? So they did, some of the people who are going to be able to do it. I'm going to be able to do it. I'm going to be able to do it. I'm going to be able to do it. It was a really good experience for him. And then,、um, you know, he had a lot of different things that he never had done before、mm-hmm. in, while he was in Japan. And、uh, the match lasted for a long time. And that was a good, good experience for him. Thank you, Josh Alexander. Ah, yes. He's, he's very good. I, I、yeah. saw that you, you had wrestled. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that there is、uh, footage of that out there somewhere. I'd love to watch. Ah, of course.、Yes. And do you have desire to wrestle outside of Japan again in the future?、Mm, of course. Yeah, very nice. So you mentioned Josh Alexander. Would you like to? Is he someone you'd like to wrestle again? And is there any other potential opponents you would like to face? There are so many, but、uh, maybe Eddie, Eddie Edwards?、Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. Former、uh, GHC heavyweight champion. A big challenge. Yes, yes. So, moving on more now to、uh, the N1 victory. So, it was your victory over Nakajima to win Global League 2018 that propelled you on to win the GHC heavyweight title and arguably the best year of your career. How was the experience of winning the tournament for you? あの本当にあの実感があまり湧かない急,急だったの急なあの急に行ったの実感があまり湧かないかったですね。Uh, it was a really exciting year, but actually it was not feeling like reality because everything happened so fast,、mm. so quick. So it's still hard for him to like uh, make uh, feel like it was for real. Yeah, must be、uh, you know, in- incredible to hold the same title as the, you know, the people you-, you saw wrestle on your very first wrestling show, that you, you know, the tape that you borrowed. Yeah, 
ていうのはやっぱりすごい経験ですよね、うん、すごい思いになりますよねすごい思いだしプロレスに対してのやっぱり気持ちが本当に重くなりますねそれまでのなんかやっぱり軽い気持ちとかから一気に思いが強くなりますね。So it, it became more and more、um, serious. Seriously, he started to think of the wrestling.、Mm. It doesn't mean that he was thinking you know, different, but、uh, it, it became even more heavier. 仕事じゃなくて、もうそのそこにあの生きる、このなんていうんですかね。生きがいみたいな。It's becoming more.、Um, Becoming of、uh, more of his, his whole life. Yeah, I see. So you have the chance to win the tournament now for a second time. What do you think a second win would do for you? すごくやっぱり苦しかったですね。それやっぱもうあの正解がわからないっていう初めてプロレスに対してあの迷う毎日迷うような日々を経験しましたね。Um, it was a real hard time because he started to think that、um, unsure of the right answer or unsure of the right direction to go. So started to worry, started to struggle. During that time, I can imagine you, you seem to be uh, uh, you know, on the right track again now, at least. After going through all this hard time, now he started to see. The light in the head of him.、Mm. So, you know, as you mentioned, that it, he feels that he started to be back on the correct track again. Yeah. And he's being more positive now.、Mm. That almost seems to come across in the way you're, you're wrestling at the moment as well, I would say. That you feel, you feel better, you feel more positive. And so, Shay. そのものもすごくこう前向きな感じになっているように見える。ああ、ありがとうございます。ようになってきました。はい。Exactly. Next up is Keno, the only two-time tournament winner. Your record in singles competition has Keno up 
five wins to your two wins. And with Keno winning your most recent match against each other, do you think you need to do something different this time? How do you see this match playing out? うん、いや、ないですね。その、やっぱもう何回もやってるので、今までうん。そう、if、and、then、feels、positive、right、now。そう、if、we、just、keep、going、with、that、way、and、then、the、the、the、thing、will、be、different、from、before、anyway。うん。そう、he so he just has to play uh what i'm hearing is uh kiyomiya-san has to wrestle his match but his new spirit or maybe philosophy will power him through he has confidence good that's so great to hear Really, really excited for, for this match now. And let's assume you're going to make it to the finals. You know, your new your new spirit is going to power you through. Do you have a preference who you'd most like to face in the finals? Mr. Nakajima. Yes, I think that would be a very good one. And, you know, it's almost slaying the, the dragon unloading that weight of 2020's loss by by beating Nakajima. あの、2020年に中島選手に負けてしまったというその、こう、なんて言うんでしょうね、重しみたいな重くのしかかってるものをなくして戦いに挑むという感じ。So <笑> it, it it would be very poetic. Also, when you win, you get to face Marafuji for the title, who you should have faced in the final in 2018 except for obviously he had to pull out due to injury so if you are then able to beat marafuji that feels very very you know again poetic that you've slayed nakajima potentially slayed marafuji to take your place back atop of of noah うん、あ、そうですね。で、ですので、もし決勝進出、決勝で中島選手と当たって中島選手を倒したら 
違う,こう今の一面もあったりしてこの N1 でやっぱり勝った人がナンバーワンだっていうのをあの富士山の戦いで私は今見せたいなっていう気持ちもあります。今は富士山の JC ヘビーウォイチャンピオン、マルフジ。そして、チャンピオンは今、パティスケーティングです。今、リフトーナメント。今、ちょっと違う状況です。Um, situation, yeah, of course. But yeah, of course. What, what he is trying to do is win the N1 victory and prove himself as a winner and、mm. prove, prove himself and then move on to、uh, face new the current、yep. GSM Heavyweight Champion. So, a little bit different. ということで。2度目の体感ということに、そうなったら2度目の体感ということになるわけですけれども、あのぜひそうなることをあの祈ってます。もう絶対になります。We'll be rooting for you here at the podcast.So, finally, is there a, any final message you'd like to give ahead of Sunday's conclusion to the N1? そうですね。いや、もう。今までちょっとなかなか苦しい日々が続いたんですけどあのこの N1 で自分の居場所を見つけてあの自分が勝ち上がってそしてまたもう一度二度目の GHC に行きたいと思うので応援よろしくお願いします。Even though he's been through a hard time, but now he... Find the position where he's supposed to be,、mm-hmm. so he is eager to win this N1 victory、uh, 2021 and then、um, get the JC Heavyweight Championship for a second time. Yeah, so that about wraps us up. Koto san, you have、uh, any pl- plugs or you want to?、Um... Tell people to follow you on social media. Okay, uh, actually, the October the 3rd event will be live on Wrestle Universe and it's going to be available to watch all over the world, around the world.、Mm. So he's going to try to send a message to everyone and around the whole world. Excellent. Yeah, we're all very excited to watch the match. The finals on the new Wrestle Universe on Sunday.、But、yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Domo Aragato, Kaito san. It's been a real pleasure, and we, you know, we can't wait to see you, see you win and take home the N1 trophy. Thank you.
あの今回これできてすごい僕も良かったですと。So happy to see you and happy to happy that he could join this podcast today.Lovely. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Thank you. And we're back. Yes, so that was the excellent Kaito Kiyomiya rooting for him on Sunday in the semifinals of the N1 victory.、Um, so I think that's just about it for this week's show. So、uh, before we get out of here, Farah, any plugs, social media, anything like that? Let us know. Yes, you can follow me at Farah Hakase on Twitter and Instagram、um, F A R R A H A K A S E. Excellent. Yeah, she's、uh, an excellent follow if you want. Housemate tea or beautiful pictures of cafes and meals and drinks throughout Japan. I can't recommend it enough. Yes, and translations of letters of people who leave their promotions all of a sudden. <laughs>、oh. Yeah, that's, I love that you have alerts set up for Jungle Kiana, though. That's adorable. I'm so proud of myself because this is the fastest one I've ever done. Like, I posted it, I think, 20 minutes after she posted it. Amazing. Yeah. I, and I imagine people were very appreciative of that, just, you know, because where it was posted as an image, you couldn't, you know, if you're sort of an English speaker, you couldn't just be like, I'm just going to copy and paste this and throw it into Google Translate, you know. So your services were much needed. Oh, nice to have someone like yourself in the fandom that is so, you know, Loves what obviously loves what they do, loves the wrestling, and you know, provides such a excellent service like that. You know, what would we do without you, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's a labor of love. And I've been in that position before where things I've been a fan of, I wouldn't understand because、mm. I couldn't read. So it's nice to pay it forward. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we we thank you. I, I thank you on behalf of the,、uh, the wrestling fandom. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right. So I need to go to bed. It's we're recording this、uh, at. 9 a.m. Japan time and 1 a.m. UK time. So I'm about ready to call into bed. So, yes, we'll be back next week. Liam will be back with me. If you want to follow us on social media, please do. We are at Wrestling Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. That's Wrestling Without the E.、Um, you can email us if, if you like at wrestlingpod at gmail.com. If you like the podcast, please like and subscribe, review, all that good stuff. It helps other people find us, helps us keep growing.、Um, other than that,、uh, I'm just going to steal Liam's line and say stay happy, stay safe, enjoy the grab.